Hey everyone, it's me, Brandon, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Wall podcast. And today we're diving into a whole bunch of fun, talking about rejection, right? Who doesn't love being rejected? I'm guessing everyone listening to this podcast. Um, But unfortunately, in our industry, it's something we do have to deal with. Um, If not on a daily basis, then a weekly basis. If not on a weekly basis, definitely a monthly basis. We feel it, if not in our careers yet as dancers, we might feel it in our personal relationships. So knowing how to deal with rejection is going to be helpful in how we move forward, not only with our careers, but with our lives in general. You know, I had a professor in college who used to always say, get really good at auditioning because once you graduate, auditioning is going to be your job. So I took that as meaning if I'm good at auditioning, then I'll book more jobs. When in reality, there's so many different factors that go into why someone does or doesn't get a job. One thing that does ring true is that we are going to be auditioning a lot and we're also gonna have to deal with rejection a lot. So today I wanted to dive into four different ways that we can better prepare ourselves for rejection slash deal with rejection when it happens to us. So the first one is going to be fail a lot early on. Yes, so fail a lot early on. I remember my first time dealing with rejection was in the third grade. I was in Miss Stanbridge's class in Virginia and I had an opportunity to run for class representative, right? So it's like the student council, each class gets um, a representative to go to the meetings and blah, blah, blah. So I love this. I was a people pleaser from day one and I wanted to represent my class. So I I knew I was running. I wrote an incredible speech you know, for a third grader. I practiced in front of my parents. I felt super prepared to give this speech. I show up to class and there's only one other person running against me. And I remember him going up and saying, hey everybody, I didn't bring a speech today, um, but I would like to win. I would like to be your representative. And third grade me said, oh, I got this in the bag, right? So I go up, I give you know a JFK worthy speech to this class and I lose. It is a landslide lose compared to this other kid who was, I guess, more popular in the class than I was. And I just started bawling and crying. I couldn't believe it. How could I lose after putting so much work and effort behind this speech? And I remember my dad actually picked me up from school that day. He was living with us and um, he said, you know, I was crying in the car and he said, Brandon, have I ever told you about Abraham Lincoln? And third grade me is like, yes, I know about Abraham Lincoln. He was a president. But I said, no, you've never told me about this still crying. He said, well, Abraham Lincoln, he auditioned, auditioned, he ran for um, office multiple times, different positions, and lost more than he won. And to me, that blew my third grade mind, right? I was like, how can a president of the United States, someone who has so much success or who's in history books, have experienced that kind of failure? How could they lose small positions and win this bigger one later on? And basically at that moment, he said, you can finish crying right now, which is fine. You can continue crying. But after this, we need to go inside. We need to move on. Yes, and know that there's going to be more opportunities in the future. So that was my first time actually dealing with rejection and understanding that 
Sometimes people who we feel are less qualified than us or less talented than us are going to get the job over us, right? And that's completely out of our control. That's just the way it is. And it can be for a variety of reasons, right? It can be based on popularity. It can be based on an aesthetic that they're looking for. It could be based on something, like I said, is completely out of your control. But that was that being the first time I ran again in fourth grade. You know what happened? I lost that election too. I actually ran again in fifth grade, lost that one. But in sixth grade, you better believe I won. And then seventh grade lost and the tale continues all the way up till my senior year of high school. But what I learned each time was that as I racked up different rejections, I knew what it was like. I knew the pain. I knew I would survive it. I knew that it wouldn't be the last time I was rejected. Yes, it didn't mean the next time I have success, I won't have rejection after. So that was a huge lesson for me. And that continued on and through college and then through my professional career. You know, that was a mindset of like, I know this feeling. I know it hurts. This is real. But now I can move forward. Now I know what this is like. So racking up a lot of fails, especially early on, maybe even when you first graduate, auditioning for a bunch of different things, really challenging things you might not feel ready for. Um, you never know, but knowing, but going in 100% and trying to, um, trying to, trying to succeed is going to be the only way that we're going to, and feeling that rejection is going to be the only way to move forward. Yeah. So that's number one, fail a lot early on. Number two is to give yourself 24 hours of a mourning period right? This is something I incorporated when I started um, my professional career because, like I said early on, we need to be auditioning every day. We need to be auditioning every week sometimes. And giving myself 24 hours said, okay, I'm going to allow myself to feel this way. I'm going to feel defeated. I'm going to feel, I might take it personally, which is something that we'll talk about in a second. Um, I'm going to feel down on myself. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Um, But I need to know that after 24 hours, I need to give myself that deadline of like, okay, now we need to move forward, right? I can say, I can ask all the questions I want of why is this happening? Why didn't I get it? But know that there's more important things that I need to take care of, right? I still need to go to work. I still need to make money to afford my apartment, right? I still have other auditions to go to. There's other opportunities to have. There's other priorities I need to focus on. So giving myself that time allows me to go through all those feelings I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm currently having, right? That self-doubt, that feeling of rejection, that hurt. And then after 24 hours, knowing I got another audition to go to. I got another job to worry about, right? I have other things to turn my focus to. Number two, give yourself a some type of mourning period, whether it's 12 hours, 24 hours, but I wouldn't go above 24 hours. Um... And then number one, remember, fail a lot early on. Going into number three, we need to be honest with ourselves. Yeah, so this is kind of the tough love portion, but not take things personally. So we need to be honest with ourselves and not take things personally. So we need to practice self-awareness, right? Pay attention. Why isn't it going well? Why did I get rejected, right? What is the job asking for? Is it in my control? You know, we don't know why we are always cut from a job. 
it maybe, you know, maybe it is we're not, we weren't very good in the audition, right? That does happen. We bomb. That's human. We have to deal with that. But maybe it's you're too old or you don't look um, old enough, right? That's super common, especially in New York. Um, maybe you just don't fit the costume. I know for uh, Radio City and also in a lot of Cirque shows, they replace dancers or performers with people who already fit the costumes that they have, right? Costuming is expensive, so they're like, okay, who's going to... We have these costumes available and we need to fill them, right? So looking at all those possibilities and knowing a lot of it's out of our control and it's not personal. The person on the other side of that table does not hate us, right? They are not, usually, I hope, they're not um, cutting us out of spite, right? Or we did something wrong. It could be that they didn't see us, right? Maybe they didn't see us while they were looking at someone else. That's probably more likely the reason than anything not. But we need to definitely practice self-awareness and understand that, you know, maybe we weren't right for this role. And that's okay, right? Knowing that's okay is how we can move forward. So that's number three. Be honest with yourself, but don't take it personally because it's not, right? Our final one, number four, is a proactive one, right? So we're going to proactively practice gratitude. Say that three times fast. Proactively practice gratitude. Um... And this is something I've been working on in the last couple of years, right? It was actually introduced to me um, more recently by a friend of mine, Kelly Todd, who is an incredible yoga instructor slash performer, dancer, creator here in New York. And she used to, before shows, she used to give warm-up class. And every day she would go around the circle of the room who was in class and she would say, what are you grateful for today? right? Really simple. It could be your your family, your um, something you're listening to, a podcast you really love, like Breaking the Wall, um, or maybe you're grateful for the meal you had, or the house, the apartment you have, or the book you're reading on the train, or a relationship you have, right? Adding one of these little things a day can help remind you, especially when you're facing something like a rejection or a harder time, that you have a lot of incredible things in your life, you know? And to go off of this, I also want to shine light on maybe, this is is definitely a proactive thing. When we're feeling the hurt, please don't try to shove gratitude down your throat, right? Before you got um, your 24-hour mourning period in. But if you already have this practice of gratitude in place, maybe you do it in the morning, maybe you're journaling, maybe you're just saying it to yourself while you're having your cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, If you already have that in place, then dealing with harder things moving forward like rejection is going to be so much easier. Yeah, and it's not easier. We're still going to feel that pain, but easier in the sense of we know how to move forward from that. We can use the things we're grateful for as ways to move forward move on, go to the next audition, go to our job, go to our, um, go on with our relationships that we have, right? So it's a good way to help counteract the negative with the positive. We need both in our lives, but we need to remind ourselves sometimes of those really positive things. So that's number four. Just to review real quick before I let you go, number one was fail a lot early on, right? Take a lot of chances, go for it, know what that rejection feels like, understand it. And then number two, give yourself that 24 hours of morning. Give yourself that time to be to recognize how you're feeling. 
Then find, then number three, be honest with yourself, right? Practice self-awareness, but don't take it personally. Rejection is going to happen for a variety of reasons and it's not always in our control. And number four, proactively practice gratitude, right? Practice it early on. Practice before the, re- the rejection starts, right? Well, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for being here. If you are loving this podcast, please leave us a review, ideally with five stars. Um, You can also find us on Breaking the Wall Podcast on Instagram. And I will see you in the next episode. Have a good day, everybody.